Hey everybody, welcome back to the Elliot Confidential Podcast. My name is Zayden and I'm joined by my father. Hi, I'm Chris. And my brother. Aaron, let's jump right into it. Today's podcast <laughs> is gonna be absolutely insane. How about you explain it to them, father? Well, we've been in New Zealand for the last two months, so we're going to talk about our takeaway from this amazing destination. We've been on the South Island and the North Island, and we leave the day after tomorrow to go to a different place, which we will announce soon. Yeah. All right. So, New Zealand, how was it? What did you guys think of it? Yeah. Ian, what did you think? It's a beautiful, very well-developed country. That yeah. is true. Yes. You know, the thing that I noticed as the biggest difference between Australia and New Zealand is the infrastructure. That was the first thing that I noticed. I was like, wow, the sidewalks, the roads, the stoplights, everything is cleaner. Everything is better put together. And it's just more enjoyable to walk around this country. It's what I thought Australia was going to be, but sadly was not. Yes. And then after that, it's, it's the nature. We're able to go out a lot while we were here <laughs> in New Zealand. And uh, where, wherever we went, the nature was just really, really beautiful. The mountains, the islands, uh, they, the forests, too. It is very, very yeah. a nature, picture, picturesque country. Well, and then this week, we also went to Waiheke Island, which we've been trying to get to for the last month, which is an island right off the coast of Auckland. And uh, it's known for its wineries and its e-biking and ziplining and things like that. And we... We took the ferry over there and walked into town and hung out on a really beautiful beach. Mm -hmm. And there were people swimming in the water, which I couldn't believe because it's cold, really cold. Like, yes. I mean, the Pacific is not a very warm uh, ocean, but uh, at this time of year, it's, and people were swimming in it. Yep. What did you think of Waiheke Island, Aaron? Well, I thought Waiheke Island was a great place, walked around a little bit, not much to do there, unfortunately. But it's a big island, you know, and they have a lot of wineries. So if you like drinking wine and doing zip lining, I'm sure Waiheke's the place for you. Uh, <laughs> Drink the wine and, and do the zip lining. You gotta yeah. do, uh, I'm sure that at some point they'll have like a wine tour on the zip line. Mm -hmm, yeah. And good thing that you're har harnessed up because, you know, otherwise things would go awry. But yes, that's just the way it is in Waiheke Island. So Waiheke is, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's a 45 minute ferry ride from here. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful island. Yeah. I should say that we don't drink wine and we don't zip line. So we went there. But, but it we, was a simple, still, it was just a bar. That's it. Yes, we still liked it there. It was a, uh, we went on a very nice day. And I just got to say, New Zealand is so beautiful. Now, my impressions of New Zealand are, I was shocked, really, because we had just spent three months in Australia. And, you know, Australia had its ups and downs. I mean... I would say the highlight of Australia was Tasmania, with an honorable mention going to Melbourne. And then there were other places that we won't even talk about on this podcast because they were so negative. And then we, and I was just exhausted. And then we came, we had a lot of other stuff going on. Then we came to New Zealand and it just felt like a totally different world. People like to group Australia and New Zealand together because they're close by and they're you know, in the same hemisphere but they couldn't be any different than they are. And so if I had to recommend going to one destination or the other, I think we all know where I would recommend that you go. Yep. If you had a chance to come back to this hemisphere and, you know, and I should say we were in, we went to Perth, Brisbane, Melbourne, uh, Hobart, 
and then Christchurch and Auckland. So of all those places, which one place would you want to go back to the most, if you could? Aiden? Well, I would go with New Zealand because there's only two places we've been to in, in uh, Oceania, and that's Australia yes. and New Zealand. But which, which place? Would you go to the North Island or the South Island? North Island or South Island? Yeah. Um, Did you have a preference Christchurch versus Auckland? In the summer? Yeah. South Island? Oh, yeah. You know, I think that if I ever had a chance to come back, I would go to Christchurch. Yeah. Like in January or December. It would be so nice there. Because Christchurch is so peaceful. Oh, it is so nice. It is so peaceful there. I bet you the spring there. If you went there like in late October, early November for spring, I'm sure it would be absolutely stunning. And the people there are so nice, too. Yeah. Have I mentioned the people are very friendly? Yeah. yeah. How about you, Aaron? I think that really here there are three distinctive experiences. So there's sort of Perth Fremantle, because it just is very different from the rest of Australia. Um, and I would, you know, it's not the most positive experience in the world, but it's very distinctive. Then there's Hobart, which if you're wondering, the difference between Hobart and Melbourne is like Melbourne is basically New York City. And then Hobart is like a small town. I guess you could compare it to Woodstock in New York versus New York City. Um, and then there's Christchurch. Christchurch is the New Zealand experience. And I think that if I had to come back here, I would definitely go to Christchurch because mm -hmm. you're right next to the mountains. Um, you're right next to skiing. Well, not right next to, but you're close to skiing. Close enough, yeah. And I just think that Christchurch is a, a much cleaner the nicer part of Australia, not Australia, sorry, New Zealand. It's a much nicer part of New Zealand. You've got much more going on, better food. Um, definitely would prefer it over Auckland, but I'd say Auckland is also nice. It's mm. just, for me, nothing jumps out when I think about Auckland. It's kind of like, eh, it's just a city. Okay, so you're on a plane and you're flying somewhere, an unnamed destination, and the person sitting next to you is a little bit chatty, and they say, so... I'm thinking about going to Australia or New Zealand. Where do you think I should go to? So you would say, Aaron, go to Christchurch. Yeah, Christchurch, yeah. Hobart, and, and then Fremantle, Perth. Those are the three places that I would recommend out of all of the traveling. Not Melbourne? Done. You don't... <sighs> I well, mean, the thing Melbourne is, weather was okay, kind of wacky. Well, but, he's uh, not recommending Auckland, and Auckland is better than Melbourne by a long shot. You thought, yeah. Yeah, no, so I would just say those are the most distinctive experiences. I would, I would do the same thing. I would, I would say those are the only places that I would recommend. Mm -hmm. But if I were to add another to the list, it would be Auckland. Because that, maybe I wouldn't recommend it, but it is definitely a lot better than what? some of the other options. Hobart is beautiful. Yeah. It's more beautiful than Auckland. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, I, yeah. Hobart is really so it's great. So this is the thing. is like, yeah, Auckland is better in terms of other things than Hobart. Yeah. And still, Melbourne is better than Hobart in some respects, too. But Hobart is beautiful. Hobart is a small town. Hobart, yeah. I mean, it's not perfect, but the thing is, neither is Auckland and neither is Melbourne. But for what, for the experience that it offers, which is really great Australian scenery, that beautiful eucalyptus forest that you really only get there, like it, it performs very well. Yeah, the you only know, thing I would say, yeah, the only thing I would say about Hobart and really the rest of Australia is the food is really really awful <laughs> okay yeah but food so is I, awful okay, in Australia. Right. i'm glad that you guys mentioned all this because i think that this brings us it's a nice seg to our question of the week which is have you ever experienced destination a country where 
there are so many interesting offerings that you have decision paralysis, that you can't decide where to go to. I imagine that a lot of people have that, when they come to the United States, they have that problem where they go, should I go to New York or Las Vegas or LA or Chicago? And they, they can't make their minds up. I think that for us, when we think of Oceania, we think of Australia, New Zealand, we can't say, oh, there's one place that we will go to. Although I think maybe if we had to, we would say go to Christchurch. But there's a lot of places that we really liked and one or two that we didn't like. So what is your decision paralysis destination? We would love to hear about it. We will read your comments next week when we get to our next destination. So I guess uh, we really haven't talked about what we did this week. We managed to get to Waiheke Island finally, and we had a great meeting with Air New Zealand. It only took us six months to finally see Air New Zealand, but they're like right across the street from us. And we, we met with someone who does uh, uh, comms, and so they told us a little bit about what was going on. They've got that very interesting bed that they're now flying on the really long bed. routes, the sky bed which is, I think, I'm fascinated by that because I think that if you could go to sleep on a plane and land while you're, you know, you're refreshed, you could actually, you know, jet lag would be a thing of the past. There's something very interesting about the time difference. So there is a one day time difference because we're across the dateline here, but uh, during the summer, because of the way that, you know, they, they move forward and then we fall back, so there's only a three-hour time difference between Los Angeles and Auckland. So you can get on a plane, do an overnight flight, land, and there's only a three-hour time difference. That's well, three hours plus one day. Uh, during the summer, I think, right? Well, it's right. It's, their, the it's their summer and our winter. Yeah. So uh, you can fly, like, on in late December, you can get a plane from uh, Los Angeles to Auckland, uh, watch a movie, fall asleep. If you're on one of those nice sky beds, you can really take, get a good night's sleep, land, and have a full day and there's no real jet lag. It's three hours, it's not a big deal. You can get over that really fast. Plus one day. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. So we saw Air New Zealand, and which is great. I think they ought to be writing a lot more stories about them. And we did, we did a couple of other things. We did Waiheke. We also had a really great opportunity to see the Waita Workshop. And that's where they create all of the creatures that you see in the Lord of the Rings movies. If you want to have a, le a legitimate uh, Middle Earth experience, you've got to see this. And I'm, I'm sorry you missed this because there's like a life-size thing of Gollum there from Lord of the Rings. There are all kinds of monsters. That's crazy. Yeah. Aaron, what did you think? It's a very interesting experience when you go to Weta Workshop. They have a collection of a variety of things that they just created so that they could uh, put them on display, basically. Yeah, because the copyright uh, is yeah. owned by someone else, so they can't do a lot of the Lord of the Rings No, they uh, can't display any of that stuff. Because it's covered by copyright. Too valuable. But these, these are the guys who, you know, when they filmed uh, all the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit shows, uh, that th they, they created a lot of the mm -hmm. monsters that you see, and extremely creative people. And you go through, and they have... Uh, uh, stories that they tell you and you go to the workshop and they show you how all the monsters are made and it's really if you're going to be in Auckland you've got to see this especially if you're a Lord of the Rings fan yeah I mean um, and the other thing with Weta Workshop is that really you get to see 
uh, the, some of the processes that they go through when they're making the movie. Uh, but beyond that, you can also just you know stock up on uh, Lord of the Rings merchandise. Yes, memorabilia. Yeah, absolutely. Lord of the Rings, yeah. other things like that, because they sell a lot of uh, you know figurines and stuff like that. So I guess if you're like one of those pack rats that have like rows and rows of figurines. Oh, we know people like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then yeah. I mean, I think, uh, you know, New Zealand, because it's known for its natural beauty, people use Auckland as a gateway city. So they land here and then they go on to some other place. And what we discovered talking to people here is that they're trying to get rid of their gateway reputation and they want this to be a destination. And you can have Auckland as your destination. You're within driving distance of great golf courses here and other natural beauty. You've got the indigenous experience, which we did last week. Then you've got the, uh, you have Waiheke Island, and you have these great museums. You have the Auckland Museum, you have the Maritime Museum, you've got the Weta Workshop, the Sky Tower. There's a lot to do here. And you also have uh, cuckoo Vietnamese food. That's, yeah, that's Thai food. That's Thai, that's Thai uh, food, close yes. Anyway, cuckoo, really good Yeah, Thai really good. Food. Oh my goodness. We keep wanting to go back there, but it's too expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's a little pricey, and they really don't give you that much. But if you want a nice dinner, you know, with your sweetheart, then you should go there. Yeah, the, the, uh, the what is it? What was the chicken thing called? The, the chicken dish? Uh, I don't even. It was remember, like kung yeah. pao chicken. That was very good. So sweet and sour. Really it was good. sweet and sour. Yeah. Too. Something like yes. that. It was, it's crispy. It's delicious. It's sweet, salty, and delectable. Really good. Our question of the week again is: Have you ever had a decision paralysis destination? So a place that you went to. I imagine, you know, the UK is like that where, you know, you, you could go to, there's all sorts of places that you can go to. You're going to go to London or you're going to go up to Scotland, Wales, you're going to go to, the, to Ireland, for example, and where you just are like, I don't know, I can't make a decision. So tell me about your decision paralysis destination. Ours obviously is going to be New Zealand and Australia. There's, we, we can't really recommend one place because there's so many interesting places, but we can't tell you where not to go. That's the one destination we haven't talked about. In our last podcast, we asked you about your most interesting indigenous experience. And Aiden is going to read us the comments, aren't you, Aiden? Sam says, Easter Island, seeing the Maui and hearing many speculations about how these massive stones, Maui's, might have been created and moved to the shores. There is no written or oral story. Maui's face inland with their backs to the sea and no one knows why. To hear the theories is fascinating. To see the Maui's is breathtaking. I remember watching a couple of documentaries about how they moved those giant rocks. And apparently they just stuck two ropes on them and pulled back and forth until they started to walk. No, no, it was aliens that did it. Yep, alien abductions. Aliens. Marcia says, I toured Australia, loved the outback, and New Zealand about six years ago and also loved it. Not the days-long trip to get there, though. Being a tea consultant, I also toured a tea estate over there. The scenery is all breathtaking. Would go back if I could tolerate the long airtime, but that is no longer possible for me. The history over there is amazing and such an education. Wait, why can't she handle the long flight? Oh, a lot of people can't handle it. It's a really long flight. But I would love to, I actually responded to her comment and said, uh, I, this tea consultant thing, that sounds like a really good gig because Aaron is totally into tea right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're and, right. Uh, yeah, I... I um, I think that that would be a really interesting job to have. Those were all some great comments, guys. Keep leaving the comments. We'd love to hear it. 
We do love your comments, and I imagine that next week we're going to have some very interesting comments about decision paralysis destinations. Very interesting topic. As you can see, we have had many decision paralysis moments in this podcast. Yep. We're off to our next place, which is we, we will not tell you because it's a secret, but uh, you'll find out. And we have a special guest for next week, too. Yes. It's you guys gonna, are going to love them. Yes, you're going to love it. Them, them. You, you, you want to keep we, it? We can't. You, we can't. Just not, wanna, not a, no gender don't reveal, reveal. Don't reveal them. No gender reveal, yeah. Thank you so much for tuning into the LA Confidential Podcast and being with us in Australia and New Zealand. We are leaving now, and we will see you all next week. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.